Welcome to the Let It Bleed podcast, a place where you can hear the liquor-fueled ramblings of two narcissistic wizards who conjure the essence of inspirational people every week and bring it straight to you. Just how do you plan on doing that? Magic. Motherfucker. And now for the wizards themselves, David Amaya and Phil Arroyo. Well, it is the 4th of July. So the good news on your tiredness is that uh, this thing has got a time limit on it because, uh, you know, probably any minute now, uh, there's going to be a whole bunch of explosions and these pop filters are not that good. Right. So that's going to pick up and then it's going to be, you know, a little bit difficult to do. Yeah. So let's roll right into this lovely little half episode we got going on here, man. Just can't wait to see all the posts on Facebook later about people saying, oh, I know that they're not doing fireworks in my backyard. That's a gunshot. I know the difference. And then <laughs> they're, like even start, they're even going to start like calling out the types of guns that it is. <laughs> I've been rooting through all those like Second Civil War letters. Have you seen that? I saw... Uh, I saw uh, one. I didn't. I didn't know that it was a thing. But my old manager from my old restaurant was like, "Sorry, like I'm starting to feel something, so I'm not gonna be able to join you in the Second Civil War." I didn't know what that meant and what he was trying. To, what he was trying <laughs> well, to say. The, but well, it, you know where it all started, right? No. Oh, I, it's your boy Alex Jones was telling everybody, <laughs> telling all of his followers, like, "Oh, there's a Second Civil War. Like the liberals are planning it. Fourth of July. That's when it's starting." He like tweeted this shit out. It was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> The second I mean, Civil War is going to just start on the 4th of July. Like, they just pick it up and just start it right then and there. They just come out with it. Well, I mean, that's the plan. I'm hoping this is this message is actually to activate liberals, all of my sleeper cells that the I've been liberals, though, brainwashing. The liberals, though. The ones that don't have any guns, what are they going to go and fucking attack them with? Like, you know, their the Instagram ones, post or something? Like, yeah. what are they going to do? I don't, I, I don't, I, get it. I don't know. That's, that's what all the, like, the people are writing letters now. Like, as if, you know, those, like, old, like, very flowery, like, letters that you find from, like, the original Civil War. Like, my dearest, uh, you know, Bertha. Fuck, I am not good at this. Uh, but people are, like, writing, like, you know, our, our, strategic, uh, our strategic reserve of uh, Frappuccinos is, like, running dry and the men are losing morale but we will you know they need to go have like a compound up in like montana like next to the fucking like conservative nut jobs that are just fucking like you know something like that with all their with their arsenal of guns that you know would probably start the other civil war but not really because yeah you know, no there's would... beers to be drank and fucking gay sex to be had out in their compounds and shit well i mean hey you know the bone on each other to own the libs man <laughs> Whatever it takes, man. It's an interesting. It's an interesting day. Very interesting. Uh, I've I've been. I, I think I found. I, I finally hit on the metaphor that I think you know describes how I feel about today. Is that it, I feel like I have a like a child who's been kidnapped, and they've been kidnapped for a while. I'm trying to figure out where they are, working with the police, like, and uh, it's their birthday. Mm. You know mm-hmm. that I feel like kind of sums up how I feel about today. You know. Just like you're, you're sad, and you see all these other people. You see people like celebrating your child's death. (laughs) Like, well, you know, maybe they're not dead. We don't know. No, you know, but they've been kidnapped, and so it just doesn't feel right to like celebrate their birthday like nothing's wrong. Okay, you could probably polish up the metaphor just a bit. Maybe you know what? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever, because I mean, it is. It doesn't really matter. It was in my excuse opinion. to start drinking. It's yes, another excuse to, to grill up some cheeseburgers. And I mean, I had to work today. I just got off work right now. Yeah. And it was the dumbest thing ever. I was just like, okay, well, we're close. The the center's closing at three, and I'm like, okay, well, nobody's gonna come in before then. Literally, nobody came in before then. Yep. So I woke up early, got my ass out of bed, drove down there, and. Uh, just to do absolutely nothing. Fun but whatever, stuff. I'm getting paid. And uh, yeah, now I got to go back home after this and do some deep, deep cleaning. I'm in like one of those periods right now. So it's not even just the day. It's like one of those times where you're like, okay, I've been going so fast in way too many different directions mm-hmm. that I don't even know exactly where I'm going. Mm-hmm. And it just finally like took its toll. And you're like, no, I need to fucking just chill out. And it's not just me. I, I noticed this this common thing with so many people. It's like a change is, we've been saying this forever. So many people have been saying like, you know, the change is in the air and there's a shift going on. Mm-hmm. There's, there most certainly is, but like right now, you know, and of course it has to do with all the six planets and, and retrograde and everything, right? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a scientific fact. Yeah. <laughs> then, you know. No argument here. <laughs> just, you know, that uh, 
it was just, I can't explain it. You know, it just is one of those times where it's where I, I said earlier, like sometimes the universe will just make things so incredibly awkward that a force, a change is forced to happen. And it's been like, boom, you're going to be like, you're on the verge of like panic attacks. You need to calm some shit down, motherfucker, like pick something and finish it. Finish something <laughs> like instead of just fucking starting up a billion different projects and feeling like you have to be part of everything and go to every single event and do everything. That's why today it's like everyone's like, what barbecue are you coming to? I'm like, I'm not paying attention to you. I'm not listening to you. I don't give a fuck about cheeseburgers. I've been w- eating way too many this week. I'm going home. I'm cleaning my fucking room. Dude, it, I feel like I could have given the exact same speech right now. <laughs> That's kind of crazy. No, I'm feeling the yeah. like entirely the same way. In that, like, you know, there there has been a change shifting about. Like, there's like there's been a I've been feeling like a shift in my priorities lately. Yeah. And like, what's you know important to me and stuff like that. And realizing like having a lot of obligations and things that like it feels like you have to do and all these different projects and stuff like that. It's like, no, I need to like pare down, yeah. simplify a little bit uh-huh. so I can actually focus on stuff. Yeah. And for me right now, like it just feels like fun shit just feels weird. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like I don't f- like I feel like there's just too much awful crazy shit going on like i don't know there, there's like a certain like that and that's that's my personal you know no absolutely work. i gave up i i ended up selling my dirty bird barbecue ticket for this weekend too because it just doesn't seem like with everything going on that it, i mean as fun as that would have been for me to go and dance to techno and house music and eat a bunch of fucking barbecue with my friends <laughs> and knowing that it was going to be a great time it just i mean like i was like waking up in the morning thinking about like no i i just can't justify doing that when you know with everything going on all the things that i need to be doing and Mm -hmm. prioritizing it's just like this this is growing up (laughs) you know you start you're finally making that decision to do that but it's also weird because you're kind of like realizing that even the things that could benefit you like things that you are working on there's just a handful of them that you're gonna have to fucking just let go of yeah because they're not really like serving you and there's no possible way you're gonna get everything done like you this is why you are here right now this is why you're at this point yeah and it's not just us i mean we've seen it on i've I've probably seen about five posts actually in the past couple weeks about people saying all right guys i'm deactivating my facebook account you know you can reach me on here and uh, blah, yeah, blah, blah. a couple of those too but yet they're still commenting on things and they're still doing stuff i mean i thought about doing it myself but i, no, I wouldn't you know do that i was just kind of like i i can't i i can't give up facebook but that's not what you need to do you just gotta tell yourself i just don't need to go on it as much i yeah. don't need to stare at it all day i don't need to just keep constantly checking my phone to be part of every single conversation because that's like i would say like a big chunk of like the stress that's in your brain like you're just oh, trying yeah. to like be part of that and it's yeah. nonsense you're just like why yeah like put it down i know I, I know that's my problem yeah you know it's 1000 percent my problem except I've, I've just i've not been going on facebook because facebook to me lately has just seemed i mean it's just been it's been bumming me the fuck out because yeah. oh yeah because you know for, for me personally like i'm going on you know on on twitter and stuff like that and, mm-hmm. and i'm trying to you know i'm looking at like things that i feel like are so much like bigger i'm like how is everybody not you know freaking out about this yeah. i mean you've heard me fucking of course. Go, yeah. go over and over this point you know for the last you know two months now um but i've been finding you know i'm spending less time on facebook so i'm like okay like yeah, uh, that's cool. You're playing beer pong. Like, yeah. oh, okay. Like, your you know kids' baseball game is good. That's that's cool. Like, I just find less and less that I care about kind of on Facebook when uh, I feel like I'm I'm getting so much more out of something else. But yeah. even then, I know it's not uh, good to yeah. kind of be on this much. And so I've been I've, I've been trying to be better about yeah. understanding like when the the point of diminishing returns hits. And I'm yeah. like I'm still scrolling, still scrolling. Like. Okay, I know nothing of value really comes after the it's first like the like, damn five or ten shit, minutes. You know, you're just addicted. You yeah. cannot put it down. It's like its own crack. Yeah, you know, and it's weird, man. I'm telling you, like today too, it was one of, like, it was probably like the fifth instance where, like, I swear I thought something in my brain to go look up, and I scrolled down, and it like maybe not even a post or two. And then that exact song that I was like thinking about going in and doing it, like there happened to be this art. And it was the only one I'd seen, you know, and it was mm-hmm. just like, what the fuck? Is Facebook really reading our brains now? You know what I mean? It's yeah. not that that's what it is, but it's maybe, maybe you're just spending way too much fucking time on this thing. Yeah. So that, you know, like, I don't know how to explain that, but it is true that even those things that are supposed to be making us like forget about 
all of the bad shit that's going on. The things that usually make us laugh on there, like the stupid memes that I get a kick out of. I'm just like reading them and my head's starting to hurt more and mm-hmm. more and more. And I'm sure that it has to do with the fact that I'm staring at a screen, whether it be my phone yeah. or a computer screen all day long and not getting up and walking around and adjusting my eyes. It's, it's a terrible thing. I've been having like these crazy like sinus headaches, like migraines and then, you know, like stomach issues. And here I am just complaining what? and bitching about the same thing over and over and over again. She's over here looking at me like I don't know that this also applies to me. Yes, I yeah. know. I know. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. That, that blue light filter helps a little bit too. I don't know if you got that on your phone. Somebody just told me that the other day, but I was too drunk to remember. And that's oh, another yeah. thing I realized too. It's like, okay, I reached that point again where what happened to the days where I was doing good? I was like, no drinking, no. <laughs> As you're like, give me that beer. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, oh give yeah. Give me that beer. Wait. You know, it was just like, okay, here I hit this point too. Got to stop with that shit, you know. You got to just know when to... to to put it down. You know, I, I've been thinking a lot about, you know, the, the hang up the phone metaphor, mm-hmm. you know, when you kind of get the message. And, I, and I've kind of come to realize lately, like I, I was actually feeling like in a funk a lot for, for probably about a couple of weeks up until maybe this past weekend where I'm starting to feel a little bit better about a lot of things that are going on. But I'm, I'm kind of realizing like shit, like, like there's a lot of, you know, distractions and things that, that, that we engage in that do, you know, undoubtedly like make you a better person. This is like kind of the, the summary of it. Um, but you know, I feel like, okay, now that I know a lot of this shit, it's time to get out there and start, you know, helping people and like doing more to actually not just say these things, but like be about these things, like get out there and do these things. And so I went out to the, um, the, the March, the mm. keep families together March mm-hmm. on Saturday in Irvine. And that was for me like a good, turning point to kind of get out there be amongst uh you know people who kind of share in my you know passion for all this as i saw you know like something like uh, five thousand something people wow you know in irvine in yeah. orange county yeah yeah getting down to march for this shit and that's it was pretty impressive for irvine yeah know. exactly that's well, what how I many saying. how many protesters against you guys protesting were there none oh interesting yeah now, i don't think anybody really feels super strongly that like kids should be in cages that they would go to march to keep them in cages we'd hope not you know we'd hope not well, i'm sure somewhere else there probably are people that would <laughs> definitely do that i don't think it's a significant enough like portion of things sure. you know because you can't even get the 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 president to openly admit on tv that he's like you know he's happy about this he has to go out and pretend like he you know cares mm-hmm. and stuff like that and so i don't think you there's really a significant portion of people who like think this is great well there's at least that to be thankful for then yeah, you know, at least yeah. that. <laughs> you know, and there's not like some oh, crazy whack jobs that are just trying to go and like you know justify some sort of reason why it should be happening because the liberals are you know telling you that it's well, different. Well, yeah, there's there's a decent amount of that, but most people are decent, you yeah. know, and that they can see a lot of this shit going on, and it's really hard to do the mental backflips to like say that that's you know what they actually want, like that's a good thing, you know. Right. It's all a bunch of like you know bullshit. Oh, I mean. I don't need to like hammer sure. home this point over and over again like we've done in the weeks past. But it was good to actually kind of get out there, donate. I've been raising money. I've been, you know, registering people to vote and stuff like that. And I'm feeling like I'm doing more, you know, more of my part and stuff like that. That's a huge thing. Like going out and just signing up people to vote, doing that one simple thing that like they probably yeah, wouldn't, no, you know, it's a that they thing. wouldn't do. But it's that, yeah, that like it's. I'm trying to compare it to something else that's like so easy to do that we just don't do because it do seems it like the minor. Inc- I know, yeah. just like but anything else. Like I mean, like it goes along with just about all of the things that I neglect or procrastinated on because you're just kind of like like there's certain things my brain just is like it's right there, do it. Mm-hmm. But then the other part of me is like, nope. It's yep. like a cat that's just sitting there. It's like nope. Fuck like, you. Like it's just like uh uh-uh, uh you ain't doing that right now. And then yeah, because your brain tells you it's one yeah. of those things where it's like oh I don't I don't know how to do it. Oh I'll get around to. It. Oh no, it's something I should do. You know, and it just it sits on a to do list like you know way towards the bottom, and it just sits there fucking forever because nobody really thinks about that. And and I'm realizing like that's a huge barrier to entry because the whole like my thing is that we need people to be more active and participate in our democracy because that's how we got here. Mm-hmm. And so the way that you really like undo all this stuff going on at the border, you know, you reunite these families and keep immigration in there and you start holding, uh, you know, people accountable for what's been going on. That happens like, you know, from the, from the people's level going up and stuff like that. So these protests, like they do 
good in in public opinion and stuff like that because you cannot deny like the overwhelming numbers that showed up all around the country all around the world mm-hmm. to protest the humanitarian crisis that's going on down there at the border yeah. and um that's one way to do it but really sure. like if we had if they didn't hold a majority on the executive legislative and judicial branch uh there would be some actual checks and balances the way the system is supposed to work you know yeah. and that's like the most key thing, you know, and uh, signs are pointing to it being good, but like, especially out here, like I need to make sure that everybody that I know that lives within, you know, 20 miles of me is registered to vote and knows who to vote for, because that is the one thing that we can do to really stop this thing, you know, reduce the numbers that they're, that they're doing stuff with and then hopefully keep people engaged so that it keeps on going forward. Yeah. But then you've got, you know, more Bernie people, Bernie type people like, uh, Ocasio-Cortez in, uh, in New York who just got it like a democratic socialist who uh, will probably become a congressman mm-hmm. in New York and that was pretty damn good nice so there there are things to be hopeful about you know right. but and in and, and me like doing the work that I think is really like you know helps actually lead things here instead of just talking about it or just reading about it that has actually calmed me down a lot in this week like I feel a little bit less of a you know burden uh-huh. I start to feel guilty, you know, I start to feel guilty if I'm like, if there are other things that I could be doing, like if I'm not using the, you know, quote unquote power that I have, yeah. uh, which is, you know, being pretty well off, living in a nice place and stuff like that. Sure. Having uh, the time to do something uh-huh. about stuff, uh, you know, spending it on that has helped me like uh, just relax a little more. Yeah. You know. Yeah, definitely. I mean, when you are when you are productive, when you do something good for yourself in that way, even if it doesn't seem like the thing that you want to do, that's like the most enjoyable thing. Like for instance, the best thing, best example is cleaning your room. You yeah, know, exactly. that's why I always loved that metaphor that uh, you know, Jordan Peterson, I'm not going to get into whether people believe or listen or care about what he has to say, but that's one thing that he has said that I really that does stick yeah. out to me and that is that, you know, a lot of people are out there trying to save the world but they can't even keep the room clean. And I think it's very important to, you know, remember to checks, keep a checks and balances for yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. You, instead of going too hard in just one aspect of something, it's important to take a step back to recalibrate so that you are capable of, you know, continuing on in, in the path that you want to do to, you know, make a change. And Absolutely. So, yeah. And so that's why, like, right now, after this, I'm going to go home and finally clean my fucking room, which has been, like... I don't even want to get into fucking how bad it is. It's bad, you know? Yeah. Like, I could go out there and say all of this shit and talk about, like, oh, how I've, art I've saves. I've seen your car, and, or at least how it yes, used to be. Yes, exactly. And, I mean, I that shit was clean, like, a month ago. And mm-hmm. then fucking look at it now, you know? This is this comes, this comes with this thing of, like, just where I get on this train that rolls, you know? It's like this tumbleweed that just rolls, rolls, rolls. And I tell myself, I don't have the time to, like clean up the mess that I've made each day or like, you know, just put things away. Mm-hmm. Cause if you do tend to come, just stop and put things away here and there, something my dad's been telling me my whole fucking life, mm-hmm. all you got to do is just put this away when you're done with it. Well, then it wouldn't accumulate. It wouldn't build up and you yeah. wouldn't fucking have this like stress that piles up. Cause now you're here and you need something in a pinch. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Freaking out. You know, and I know exactly that, that feeling. That's a, that's what we've been talking about. You know, yeah. cleaning your room is like that thing that sits on the to do list a little bit lower down. You know, it's not that hard. You know, it's not even going to take that much time. But just right. your, there's this mental block going mm-hmm. like, I'm so, you know, I've got all this going on. You don't even realize how much that is feeding into your overall, you know, cortisol levels that are just brushing through your head and causing a lot of this unhappiness and stuff like that. And so make so, sure you're registered to vote. Make exactly. Sure that you, that's another you know, form of like you know, cleaning your room. Yeah. You know? Kind of like, you know, don't get caught up in like other people's shit on Facebook or comments and stuff like that. Just, you know, educate yourself on what needs to be done and, and, you know, think critically. And I think that's another thing, too, is that people neglect uh, the responsibility of being able to think critically and have conversations with people. Mm -hmm. You know, they kind of just brush it off because we don't like confrontation. Yeah. And it's kind of understandable that, you know, because, I mean, I could certainly say that it sucks. There's a certain feeling. And I think that a common thread for so many people of our generation too. And it's not that it's only our generation. I think that we're just being more honest about it. Cause you had that quote that you said, um, after the last podcast about mm-hmm. like, you know, that, that John one meme where they were saying how the parents or the, the, the baby boomers were actually just neglecting their feelings and expressing oh, themselves yes, yes. to be tough. And I actually saw that. <laughs> I saw that make the meme circuit, like on Facebook, like I saw it on Twitter and then somebody had picked it up and like four days later I had saw somebody like, you know, screenshot that yeah. for, uh, for Facebook. But yeah, yeah. 
And and it's true, you know, because th- that's just the way you're taught. You know, you're always taught to think, well, man up. Don't, you know, uh, let your don't show your weakness. Don't, you know, uh, mm-hmm. express your feelings. You're just being a baby. Somebody else has had it harder than you. Yeah. And though in a large way, a lot of those things are true. But the reason why these people can't get over these these things is because of the fact that, you know, that they that we've just been letting it go. And it's piled up to this point where what can we fucking do? We're all over the place. We have all of these things. We have too many things at our disposal to like utilize but we just don't even know where to begin and like we have too many things going on and we freak out and we don't like to converse because that's another part of our energy that we have to use that we don't want to make time for you know to actually sit down and think about these things and think about ways to talk to people and also tell yourself like hey you know I can have this conversation and even if they can come at me a certain way I have the power to control my thoughts and my energy you know and it's we let it get away from us. You gotta, you gotta defragment the hard drive, you know. Yes. Like I saw on on Facebook, I have a good friend of mine who we used to always, you know, went like, you know, just out of high school for like, you know, five years out of that, we were, um, you know, we'd always talk politics and stuff like that, and you know, I know where he stands, and so he posted something on Facebook that if you didn't know him, like you'd probably assume that it was racist. <laughs> yes. You know. Exactly. And and I'm like, okay, but I I know he's not, mm-hmm. you know. And I know he's like firm like a huge Bernie, you know, supporter and stuff like that. And so I I kind of just scrolled right past it. Like didn't even didn't even think about it. I'm like, oh, that could have could have been taken the wrong way, like whatever, you know. It also could have been taken another really obvious way. Mm-hmm. And then I saw it like the next day and like all these people were blowing up but, like what the fuck like, you know, lobbing a lot of like shit at him. And I'm like, okay, like, no, I know, you know, like we, the three of us have, have talked about, you know, politics at length, uh, you know, with each other, like, you know, where he stands. And so I kind of jumped in there cause it was a little bit of a shit show and, and, you know, I, I kind of laid it all out in like a very calm manner that was acknowledging kind of both sides and, and, and just took the time to, you know, explore every avenue about yeah. why this came off like this and why that came off like that, yeah. you know, and the, the context around it to kind of make that okay. Yeah. And, um, and you know, his response was completely what I thought it was going to be. And then we had like a nice conversation, like all of us did yeah. after that, you know? Well, so that was a key word. You to, said like, took the time. And yeah. that's the problem is that, and you, before that you said, assume the key word is that, you know, I had, this, I've always had this thought is that like, you know, all of us are guilty at some point or another, oh, you yeah. know, cause we, you know, we don't always feel like we have the time or we definitely don't make the time, but we assume based on something where it's hard, you know, we're human beings. We make, we, we, you know, have that fault about us is that we want to kind of make quick decisions and, and, you know, we all, we often jump to conclusions about things. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, we need to, it's okay if you initially do, but then think to yourself, wait, you know, let me, let me think about this. And that's not to say that there's not some sort of fine line. That's not to justify or to try to excuse when there is shit going on. You know, this is the thing, not everything it's not black or white people. It's, you know, it's fucking very, there's, there's so many different gray areas with all of these things and you have to look at things circumstantially and, you know, use your best judgment when somebody really is being a fucking shithead and then say, well, Hey, I don't really know that person. I've never really talked to that person. And that could mean a bunch of different things. And it's, you know, you, it, we see it in these cases where you're like, well, no, I know that person and I know that's not what they mean, even mm-hmm. though this person has no idea yeah. about what they're trying to say. And it comes off that way. It kind of does. That's how I kind of felt recently and yesterday. And I, I kind of feel that way a lot because I happen to be, um, I guess you could say like a mediator type of personality with a lot yeah. of my groups of friends that have very strong group, um, ways of thinking. And mm-hmm. I think maybe it's because I've been very strong-minded in many different aspects throughout my life, you mm-hmm. know, and put on different people's shoes and walked in them and have experienced things to where it's like, oh, fuck, well, I was an asshole then to this person. Now I understand what yeah. this person's like to that person. So anyway, just recently in a group chat with a bunch of people mm-hmm. regarding, you know, business and ethics and the way things go down, there yeah. happened to be this thing that was going on where it's like, well, fuck, you know, like I, I see where they're coming from mm-hmm. and I see where this person's coming from. And it's it's stressful enough to try to be that person to try to like, you know, make to, to kind of keep the peace between them because, you know, that they don't really fucking hate each other. This is so, and you think this is stupid to be fighting over, yeah. but it could easily escalate into this thing that, you know, ruins fucking friendships or, you know, like even just, you know, society overall. It can, yeah, no, that's, that's a great microcosm of like kind of things that happen because so many of us just did come out the gate so hot, you know, right. 
And, it's, yeah, it's and, not about being right. It's about the way you come out about it too. I was telling my friends, I was like, you, you had points, but you just, you know, you didn't have to fucking say it that way. You got to think a little bit more about how this is going to be received in this circumstance, especially when you're doing it from behind a computer and people can't see your face or hear your tone of voice. And, you know, you and just got to like be mindful of all that. That's the big issue is that tact is like, you know, it's a, it's become like a four letter word or something. You know, people just don't don't want to do that. People just, you know, if your opening argument is like, fuck you, uh, you know, this, this and this, like, you know, pineapple does belong on pizza. Like, OK, I think pineapple does belong on pizza because the, the sweet and the, the, you know, savory tastes kind of complement each other. Like you would say it like that. You mean the same thing. But like, no, you started on that argument. So things you, you start on that foot and things are only going to escalate from yeah. there, you know. Well, it's funny because I think that initially stuff like that, like arguments like that, like Taco Bell versus Del Taco can easily be something that are great for so many people because they do point out the absurdity of like people arguing about stupid shit and just choosing sides, you know, tribalism and everything like that. Mm -hmm. And but then eventually somewhere down the line, it, it only goes to show that you can't really have a system that really serves the purpose that whoever created or whoever started that intended, you know? And so like somewhere down the line, there will be people that really like go fucking to war over <laughs> the Teletaco versus Taco Bell as, as absurd as it is, yeah. you know, that will sort of happen. And you see that like in, in, you know, how certain movements are effective for a lot of people because they do make people realize certain things. And then there's just going to be people that don't receive it that way. You know, I've noticed that recently, too, um, while talking to, to certain friends, uh, I have a way of being with my closer friends, as we've all heard uh, on the show, where I can be just an overtly fucking rude or like an asshole but it's because of that whole like you know you're my 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 closer friend you know yeah. I'll, I'll beat you up you know, oh, no, instead, but nobody else yeah, can beat you up sort of thing yeah and that works for a lot of people but it doesn't work for everybody and then there's other people that have told me like you know you what you said really affected me and in my mind I'm like what are you talking about like yeah. i can't even imagine what that is because I'm really just oblivious to that. Like I had no, like I didn't even like realize I was like saying anything that would have hurt your feelings, mm. but I did. And it's like, well, fuck, you know, I could easily go and say, well, fuck them, you know, for feeling that way. Cause you know, they're just being a bunch of pussies, yeah. which is probably something I've done many times and it depends on my mood. But then, you know, later I thought about, I was like, I don't want people to fucking think I'm an asshole, when, especially when I'm not even trying to be an asshole. Mm -hmm. Like what the fuck? <laughs> well, that's, that's a lot of the, like, that's the, you know, the, the point of a lot of like the anti PC stuff, which, you know, I'm not, I'm not really strongly for one side or another because I am the same way and have been for a long time, you know, mm -hmm. but when you realize like, you know, it's also another skill to kind of realize like, Hey, you're, you're, you know, your actions and your words are actually hurting somebody when that wasn't your intention. So if you're not accomplishing what you were trying to do, like you're just kind of being an asshole. Then if you insist that like, you know, it's got to be this way. Mm -hmm. And I've been, um, you know, I, 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 I don't approach things kind of with that idea first anymore in dealing with people because it worked for, you know, a long time. And then I'm starting to realize like, oh, okay, not everybody kind of thinks like this or acts like this or kind of sees this as a, a thing. And I'm still, you know, I still, I still fuck around with people like that. But, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I do it a lot more tactfully, you know, kind of test those waters and go a little bit, you know, a little bit farther each time. And it's like, it it takes like this much more effort and i'm holding my finger my thumb away from my index finger not that far you know it just takes that much more effort about to kind the of, size of my wiener yes exactly <laughs> to you know just kind of make sure that you're like not shitting on someone's day unintentionally like that and right. i feel like this had a, a broader point but this thing's almost finished right here so this hurricane so i i might have i might have lost it this early in the day you know and that's another thing that we've we've talked about as well where you could have somebody especially when people start to look up to somebody for what they're saying and to to hold a lot of what they say to be true mm -hmm. they start to put these people on pedestals mm -hmm. we all kind of do that with heroes you know we all yeah. kind of have these people that we just usually look to for a sort of you know solid word on things and then we kind of forget that they're a human fucking being yes. and that they can easily and one day if provoked or attacked a certain way lash out in a way that is totally unlike them and mm -hmm. i mean anybody who says that they are incapable of doing that you know they obviously haven't gotten fucking 
uh, half a bottle of tequila in and, you know, done yeah. something to, that they regretted, you know, like, or, or it doesn't even have to be that. It could be anything, you know, mm-hmm. you could be provoked in any which way by, by people. It's, it's just what happens. So, um, you know, it's important to really just take what people say that are good and think about that, dissect that and say, okay, well, this is good, you know, yeah, regardless. You mean, even your heroes, you know, yeah. you should be critically analyzing, you know, yeah. like, like I was actually just having this conversation with Chris downstairs, like talking about uh, Joe and how I've been listening to kind of less and less of him because he was, you know, good, good at that for like a really long time. But I feel like he's been kind of losing, losing that a little bit. And I'm not saying like, I don't blame Joe himself or anything like that because he's always been really good on the show about doing stuff but giving like I feel like a lot of his fans don't take the like the right message away you know Mm. I comparing it you know I compared people who like you know all these people who love Rick and Morty and just completely get the opposite of what it's supposed to mean Hmm. you know and I think I think Joe has actually indirectly been um, you know propagating a lot of the you know alt-right movement through his podcast and i don't think he like i don't blame him but i think that's been the unfortunate effect from a lot of this stuff Hmm. because you know he's he's giving people like milo a platform and he's giving a lot of these people who just have a lot of like kind of weird and dangerous ideas i don't think joe's always equipped to combat them necessarily and so that's how you get you know uh and, and a lot of them a lot of See, the backlash never, in some of these people yeah. is like I don't think it's warranted. You know, like how much everybody hates Jordan Peterson and stuff like that. Like, sure, I think that's that's unfounded. You know, some of his ideas are problematic, but listen to the substance of what he has to say, and and right. you can at least see some of the logic behind there. And and I'm sure he'd be the first one to tell you, Peterson himself, that he's open to you know debate a lot of this stuff and and change his mind if somebody prevents another argument but and i've, I've also heard i've too. also heard joe go about i think that he's very just like civil and i think that what he does is he brings the people on and he he kind of and i haven't listened to it lately so i don't know exactly what you're talking about but i have heard him kind of afterwards the fact of they're talking to jordan peterson even alex jones and everybody mm-hmm. like that would be kind of part of that movement yeah where he will give his fair assessment about that um about you know the fact that well yeah i know i i didn't agree definitely with what they were saying here and yeah. doing this you know and i think that it kind of just comes with like the show business territory a little bit yeah. you know unfortunately and i'm saying it's not even it's not even joe's fault because i think sure. he handles it great you know yeah. i think there there are times like there are times when i think like literally he just doesn't know like the counter argument to some of these facts or to to some things and that so he doesn't know to argue that i can't fault the guy for that right. and i think it's again it's one of those things where he's putting out a great show like right. you know i don't want him to stop what he's doing i think he's doing good stuff but i think people are just taking the wrong message away from mm. a lot of the stuff here i but, honestly wouldn't know how to change that i think that's just the numbers thing i think know? also though you know it comes down to where do you draw the line between it's the messenger's fault or the people receiving the message too or like what if it's not even a direct message like, what, what i'm saying is i think it's yeah. the people who i think it's i think that uh fault kind of falls squarely on the people receiving yeah. the message rather than Joe himself. It's like that acid math group. You know, you could start this group with all the best intentions of people going on there and trying to have like intelligent conversations about and acid. And, an and then it just turns into people talking about boofing. Boofing, yeah. boofing, boofing, boofing all these drugs, naming off all these drugs and boofing. Like, you know, and then they try to go create a new one to like say, well, this is the new one. Yeah. And, and that's just like a perfect example of society. At any, at, at some point when anything gets too big, there's just, too many people in there to really allow for something to kind of like be taken seriously or even like respectfully. There's just gonna be fucking trolls that are going to try to just like get in there and say, hey, pay attention to me. I want some of this action in my own way. Fuck you. And then they develop a following because there's somebody else that sees, hey, well, this disruption's kind of like, you know, they'll justify it in some sort of way. Because that's the same thing you could do with just about anything. Everything, to a certain extent, is subjective enough to where you could, like, make art out of it. (laughs) You know, you could turn it into some sort of statement. Well, actually, I'm thinking, you know. Yeah, I'm not not mad at that, you know. Like, I actually, when I checked out, I joined that that group, you know. I started to check it out and look at it. I'm just like, oh, wow. I I did for, like, a month, and then I was like, 
This is a lot of crazy bullshit. And but I have... there's some good shit in there. There are some times where people ask us certain questions. That's why like, I like certain people, and I'm not trying to pat myself on the back so much as I kind of am too a little bit. When I do finally come up with something during the day where I'm like, ask a simple question. Like, what do you like about yourself and what do you not like about yourself? And it's just really interesting to see what people say. Because then you do get these very honest answers for the most part about people that seem to just try to use comedy to like you know cover up the fact that they have really low or they're, they're very honest about the fact that they have really low self-esteem you know and you mm-hmm. start to see the common thread between all of these people across the country that come from different areas where they're they're not like a lot of them can be those you know alt writers or you know yeah. or people that are even liberal it's it's okay this is pointing out the thing we have in common now these yeah. are pointing out the things we have in common with each other the common struggles that we battle through and that's the truth is that most people are really neither one right you know yeah. It's like, or at least they, they don't, you know, they acknowledge kind of which side of the defense, like they have not picked a, a team yet. And yeah. that's, you know, probably a good thing because that, that's where I always like to start those conversations that like, yo, we have so much more in common than yeah. we do that is not. And like the stuff that, like when we talk about, when people say like, oh, because people are still talking about like political arguments as if we're, as if this was, you know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago and stuff like that. Like we're, you know, mostly people get impassioned about things like civil, you know, civil rights and when those are starting to get stripped and stuff. But you know, we, we can't have these conversations because there are, there's so much stuff that like is not worth losing, you know, yeah. people and relationships in your life over. Yeah. We're not in one of those times though, unfortunately, where everything, like we are talking about some serious shit. Of like, course, yeah. And, and it, but it also is important in, in a lot of ways to be the fence instead of trying to just jump on one side or the other, because if you're right there, you're still not, you know, going to do anything, um, abrupt to, you're still able to view and see where they're coming from so that you could hopefully better communicate. And I think that that is, goes along with the taking the time thing. I know that a lot of people say we don't have time for that, but now you gotta, you gotta have to make make time to do what's hard, you know? And it's like, it's, it's like those things like, you know, back in the day, I I remember watching a a movie of, uh, it was a movie with about Martin Luther King when I was in, in high school and I didn't even forget the movie, but one of the most powerful scenes was where, you know, the, and this, his father told him to do this and you know he was getting beat up by these white kids and he just instead of fighting back kind of just stood there you know and, and showed you know go ahead do it again like turn the other cheek i know that that's not favorable and yeah. for a lot of people i understand if you're not going to do that i wouldn't hold it against you or blame you for not doing that either yeah. you know you got to do what you got to do but i think that that does send a very powerful message and i could see myself in that circumstance trying to do that not always definitely not I, I mean, proven that wrong so many times, but, um, you know, I think that when it comes to sharing ideas like that, I mean, for me, I've seen it go a long way with when discussing things with people and it's, it's, you know, I can't, well, I see yeah. it go that way where people are like, no man, fuck that. Like, this is, you know, fuck that. You can't do that. And it's like, okay, well, you know, I, I don't know what to tell you because I just can't see going off and punching somebody in the face for, you know, having a hateful belief against somebody else's like actually making the situation better you know Mm -hmm. if you want to do that i'm not going to stop you from doing that i just don't see how that doing doing that is you know actually making the situation better well every you know every so often like 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 and i've I've talked about kind of swaying on that subject a little bit but you know well actually you know okay let me let me get this point out kind of before i forget it because you know one of the things that i keep you know circling around when it comes to a lot of these arguments is just it is communication and mm-hmm. it is the words that we use to explain a lot of these ideas. Right. And how both sides are using the same words to describe different things. And that like so much of the tension and so many of the problems that we've got are from, you know, people kind of being lazy. And and it's like this weird Twitter effect, you know, if you're limited to 280 characters, uh, you, you don't have time to kind of explain all of the nuance to the argument there and realize that. Like, like you know, I... I made this argument about the word racism, you know, and racist and how like so many people on, you know, the conservative side of the aisle lament being called racist or refer to, you know, they, you know, they think being called racist is, you know, is the worst thing and stuff like that. And, and so I actually took the time to actually sit down and write it out as to why things are, you know, we use racist as this kind of blanket term because racist is, a, you know, a clan member who's burning a cross on somebody's yard. And but racist can also be somebody who is indifferent to like how rolling back the Voting Rights Act or requiring voter ID like, uh, you know, 
greatly affects like minority groups because uh, and these things are you know inseparable like along racial and class lines and so if your policies or your ideas like disproportionately way hurt you know minority groups a lot like that can also be considered racist but you know? calling them racist is going to have the adverse effect to actually then actually like in most yeah. cases the adverse effect for actually getting them to realize hey bro like i know you don't think you're racist because you don't hate black people but you're not looking at it this way yeah you know there's ways to like take it there and but people are like no fuck that you're a racist you don't get it you fucking white motherfucker you don't get it no. it was like my dad does that shit my dad's dark as fuck you know like and and he's still the same thing but the one thing i notice is you're not going to get anywhere by going and saying you're a fucking racist. You're not. Exactly. It's too <laughs> it's too charged because people, yeah. you know, people get super defensive and that immediately puts up all the shields and you're never going to like penetrate that, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's why I always like I've I've been saying like, you know, look, I know you're not racist, you know. And that's because we use and I I go into that big description, you know, this racism isn't this, but I'm saying your indifference to policies that add, like, you know, greatly affect minority groups more than others. Like that's why people say that it's racist, you mm-hmm. know? And there are people who are just outright sure. fucking racist, but yeah, a, a, you know, a surprising amount of them mm-hmm. for for my money. But it's um, you know, kind of starting on that plan is not you're not opening the gates with something that is controversial. It's going to put somebody on the defensive, and that's where I've actually been able to kind of make some progress in changing people's minds on a lot of shit because race is complicated in this country. Having a black friend does not inoculate you from being a racist you right know? yeah and I, and I told the story and and somebody actually reminded me of this is how as because we were telling stories from high school and how like one time i got like saved from getting stabbed by a bunch of white supremacists you know yeah even though i'm not like That's crazy you know mm-hmm. not really white myself technically and neither were everybody that was like you know kind of around us but it's it's a it's a complicated thing you yeah. know to kind of people can kind of think of these very abstract terms and these very specific ones yeah. and they're they're all kind of they're all meshed together. And the truth is that, like, we're all racist, you know? Yeah, we the, all you, make you assumptions can't help, on people. You can't yeah. help it because, you know, it's so ingrained into the culture, into seeing things along racial lines. Mm-hmm. You were never, none of us are ever going to not have that, mm-hmm. you know? And I think, you know, we're, we're right to kind of not want to, like, the way that you ultimately fix a lot of this stuff is to stop, you know, acknowledging it at all Mm -hmm. however we are not anywhere near a place where we can do that because it is always you know inevitably tied to class and race and all these things do actually have real things that affect people and stuff like that so well i would just encourage people to stop acting like there's a deadline to end racism because the one fact of the matter is that racism has always existed and it's always probably going to exist and it's going to be something that we're going to constantly have to fight and make better and so to act as though you're implementing a way or a strategy to end racism that happens to actually marginalize the opposite group and reverse it to where it just keeps going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth is not beneficial. You're actually adding to the problem, you know, and it's where it comes into everything that we keep going in circles talking about is everything you are saying is true, you know, indifference towards uh, these policies that need to be changed definitely um, adds to the problem. But it's not like the problem is actually worse than it was 60 years ago, even though that may be arguable in certain unprecedented cases because this world is different than it was back then. Well, I think but, I think right now it's worse than it was like five years ago, but oh, not 60 years ago. Well, you know. I, do you think? Well, I think that it's been built up for sure. But I think there's been people. All of these feelings have just been bottled up. You know. I think that five years ago, it just wasn't as apparent because, you know, people are going along smoothly and, you know, so-and-so wasn't in office and, you know, these people weren't using this and these people weren't using that. There's just so many factors as to why right now we are at this fucking boiling point where something's going to change and it might be smoothed over or seemingly smoothed over for a little bit. But then we're going to realize that we're just going to be attacking some new view of what racism or, you know, um, injustice or, or bigotry is. And, Another thing to to point out is that, you know, here in America, yes, we are seeing shit that just is disheartening, it's disgusting, it's fucking just downright fucking wrong, and it's hard to say that you're proud to be an American when all these things are right out there, but I hear it all the time that, like, we're such a racist country, it's like, like, every other country 
is also oh, racist yeah, 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 yeah. as fuck. Yeah. Every other country there's, is like racist. I mean, there's a like, bunch. There's there's a handful that are doing it way better, but there's a yeah. lot that are so much worse. Like yeah. most of them, and like, so much and it's, worse. And it's not even about race. It is for them like about nationalism. You know, it's mm-hmm. like about like well, like it doesn't matter. You know, when you go to London, whether you know somebody's like dark black skin or even Indian or or Middle Eastern or whatever, mm-hmm. they're looking at like where they're from, what region of like London or fucking even yeah. are they Irish or Welsh? You know, like or you know you you can go somewhere else like italy to you know other to spain or whatever just fucking people just like no well, fuck that yeah. person well italy and and poland actually in particular are kind of worrying me right now in that they're the ones that like like white nationalism is like on the rise like some straight up mussolini shit you oh know? yeah that's like happening over there especially with poland like it's getting it's getting pretty bad over there um it's not anything that i worry is going to actually affect us here but it's something that like oh god like that's like the 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 cautionary tale you know we're like, like in I lord of my... the rings right now where like i said man the orcs are being fucking brought up from the ashes because saruman's like fucking really? over there yeah. doing that you know he's like but in every story like that and this is this is this sounds like an indifferent thing but this is something that's true i mean in history these points we come to these boiling points. We get to these points where we're like, okay, we're on this new point where we have to shift one way or another. And there's nothing that's going to make that happen unless some crazy shit goes down. Not saying that it's okay. Not saying it's acceptable. Mm-hmm. But this is just kind of what happens in every fucking story that, you know, allegory throughout that, that, yeah. that people create. And there's always, at the end of the day, you know, we come to like get over it and you know make it better at least for a little while no like there there is a and i'm not kidding there is a real threat of you know things like fascism and and war that like is that we are like closer to to the precipice of that like i feel like more people should be freaking out i think the thing is though is that i don't think we are too like far gone i don't think it's inevitable never you know it is not inevitable we We can't do it but we need to start caring about it now we only look at the immediate past you know we like forget like civil rights happened we forget that slavery happened we forget that the civil war happened we forget that you know we are we like are only 200 and what 50 years now 243 243 years as a nation the youngest like I guess you would say dynasty. I don't even know if we would be considered that right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, and when you look at in terms of dynasties all across the world throughout history, yeah, the like we are power. the youngest, and like people, and it goes both ways. You know, it goes to the people that don't believe that there could be some crazy shit. This is what I. This is goes along with the anti gun arguments that people try to throw out there and act like, well, you know, we can just take away guns. And I'm like, don't fucking provoke these motherfuckers that have guns because they could go, even if it's bloody and violent and they don't actually overthrow the government, there could be crazy Middle Eastern shit happening on our soil that we don't even fucking realize, you know, that's what a lot of people, unfortunately, are planning for. So that's a whole separate thing. Well, I I don't know about I don't know about that. Like, that's what you I'm think saying. America's people... going to get invaded by a foreign power? No, not that. I'm oh. saying that people can turn on each other here enough to where oh, they fight like, like the government okay, over like there. Really. Like, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, okay. you know, it could collapse on itself and we could just be constantly, you know, going that way. Just because it hasn't happened here yet like that doesn't mean that it's not. It can't yeah. happen. And the same thing to, you know, um, uh, to the right side. You know, like the, you could say the same thing just because... You know, we've been America, we the WW1 and two world champs, you know, like, mm-hmm. doesn't mean that we're like, we're not fucking something bad can't happen to us. Mm-hmm. And it's most likely going to be because of our own fault, you know. Yeah. Um, but it, it goes all across. Well, so I mean, many... somewhat like it's economic, you know, like so much of like the bad shit that's kind of happened to us. Would you say it's it's nature? I suppose so. It's hubris. It's like the, you know. Yeah, it's it's a whole thing that we can get into. <laughs> yeah, and it comes down to like what we don't and what we do want to hear, but that's that's part of that like thing of well, fuck acceptance for all of the possibilities of what can happen. It's a trying thing. It's very tiring and it's exhausting. And the realization of all of these things happening could be very, as you know, um, overwhelming and make your stomach turn at night. And, you know, make you think of all these things. But and then, it's tough. There are things you should think about and just, uh, you know, don't think that you can just disengage and it's going to be okay. Yeah. You know, the world, we need 
everyone to kind of stand up and keep on pushing keep exactly. on going you know and you know we've been talking about this for like the last uh, few podcasts but it is important it's important because you guys all have uh everybody listening has you know these thoughts or at least they start to touch on these thoughts but then do exactly kind of what we're saying because you know they they're tired of it you know they don't want to they don't want to get too much into it because it stresses you out we understand mm-hmm. that's why if you guys ever need anything you know if you guys want to talk about it you yeah. guys are interested in learning more you know i'm sure you could reach out to us you know through social oh seriously media to talk yeah i'm and, happy to anybody like and i and i do this all the time i have people who who i barely talk to people who i haven't talked to in years are like they'll just reach out to me mm-hmm. like kind of out of nowhere and ask some questions and i always love that mm-hmm. like it doesn't matter if we if we barely know each other like people who like just want to know more about stuff mm-hmm. like that's actually been like a real good thing so i'm like hey somebody cares like and i'm always gonna take the time to exactly. at least point them in the right direction kind of answer their questions and, and just show them like it, just what i know right. and why i think this is important and the context that you need to interpret everything that's going on because it's a it's a giant giant task and if you're just jumping in now mm-hmm. like i can't imagine what that must be like to to be that difficult to parse all of this information out mm-hmm. to know what's happened before and what hasn't, mm-hmm. you know, is this normal or is it not? Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. It's really fucking not everything that's going on right now. It's not normal, but yeah. yeah. But that being said, this was also, you know, supposed to be a 15, 20 minute half episode and we're, we're, yeah. uh, we're creeping up on 50. Oh no, we just passed the 50 minute mark. Well, you know, that's where we are for this and we thank you for tuning in. We have some great happy things. Happy 4th of July. Yeah. You know, uh, we hope that you guys are enjoying your barbecues and drinking your beers and doing your things out there that, you know, you're probably going to be miserable for, uh, from tomorrow. But, uh, just remember all of this stuff is important. Um, and it's also very important to remember this, but also to remember to find, find things that make you happy and try to use that in the best way possible to make the rest of the world happy. You know, like try to do things for other people, try to do be nicer to people, regardless of beliefs and whatever, because that really will go a long way, even if it's unseen at first. Um, It's important um, to stay positive. Yeah. No matter how heinous you think somebody is like, you know, make sure that you are, you know, you don't approach him with that open contempt, you know, Mm -hmm. because you're not going to actually accomplish anything there. The only person who's going to feel better about that interaction is yourself. If you open with that. Mm hmm. But that being said, I'm also the type of, like, if I take the time and you're still an, you know, complete, irreconcilable fucking asshole, like, you, yeah, I'm going to, you know, tell you what sure. the fuck is wrong with you. Sure, And I can't knock on that or hate on that either. But, you know, we've had some really good things coming up for us. We just finished uh, something that was really awesome, like, that, you know, is something that, a, a platform that we can use to give back to the world, um, something that makes us happy. Uh, we... With RGL and K Tribe and uh, all of our friends, just threw a fucking hell of a party. Our first party yeah. over at uh, Union, or yeah. well, one of our bigger parties together where we've come together. And, yeah, we uh, had all of them kind of like meshing together in the way that it did this yeah. time around. And yeah. you know, at least with that, you know, within our local community, there's a lot of positive changes being made. A lot mm-hmm. of people doing awesome things. And we encourage you to find that within your community. And if not, create it, you know, create that so that you can have that platform just as we've created this to be able to get this message out there for you guys too. Mm-hmm. you know, do that for yourselves. You get it out there. Once you give yourselves, a, a, I guess you would say a mission, you know, you're going to probably stick to it, you know, and uh, yeah, yeah, that, awesome. yeah, that about sums it up right there. I like that. Well, Thank you very much for tuning in on the 4th of July. Now get your ass over there and uh, make me some hot dogs and some sandwiches. And, uh, <laughs> and you know, don't just, don't just be good. Do good. Do good. Yeah. And make good food for me. That too. Yeah, I'm hungry. As always, let it bleed. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>